Hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Body Led Business Podcast. I am your host, Ori Kavalan, and today's episode is so dear to my heart. I really spent some time to prepare for it, and as I was preparing, I was literally moved to tears. So today's episode is going to be honest, vulnerable, and really down to earth. I'll be sharing the behind the scenes story of how I went from making about 1,000 euros per month maximum ever in my life to making six figures in the very first year of my business as an intimacy coach. And why do I want to share this story? Is to bring some realness and humanness to our conversations in the coaching industry. So often we see women, hmm, I already have chills running up my back, So often we see highly successful entrepreneurs online that we look up to, that we aspire to, and their life seems to be effortless. Their launches seem to be seamless. Their offerings seem to be just sold out, just like this, you know, and we often forget that they have been in business for a fucking long time, often for years, and we are doing a huge services to ourselves when we are in the earliest stages of building our businesses and we are comparing ourselves to women who have been doing this for a long time with women who have failed a lot, had launches that felt like a failure, who had a lot of imposter syndrome, who had a lot of doubts that came up in every single level of stepping up as leaders. So this is why I want to bring us back to what does it really take to build a successful business that is scalable and sustainable from the very beginning. And I'll be very honest, my business in the first year was not sustainable. It was kind of scalable. We'll we'll see as we talk. But my first year in my business, oh my God, it was pure havoc. (laughs) I didn't really know what I was doing, to be honest. So I'll be sharing about my story in two segments. The first segment is about the pre-business era, basically all the things that had to happen so that I would be ready to finally get my business going. And then the second segment is going to be about how I actually began growing my business. So to be honest, I am completely self-made. Before having a business, I was pretty much a broke hippie and I barely had money. My highest paying salary before having my own business was about 1,000 euros per month. And I was living in Lithuania. So if you live in the States, for example, you may be shocked. But yes, our salaries, at least back then, were way lower than in a lot of Western countries. So 1,000 euros per month was a good salary back then. And I believe that I had never had more than 2,000 euros to my name until then. So I was making the money, but I was also using all of this money to make a living. My dream when I began even thinking about having my business was to make 2000 euros per month doing what I love and doing what I love was the most important piece because I literally hated all the previous jobs that I had. I worked at the Barclays Bank in HR and I speak many languages. So I got this job because I spoke Spanish and Portuguese. So the language part was fun, but the rest was not. 
Then I worked in advertising, which was better, but I always felt that the world would be a better place without my job, right? So I always had these conflicts with my values. So for me, the idea of making $2,000 or euros per month doing what I love felt like such a huge dream that it would literally bring me to tears because I longed for it, but deep down, I did not even believe this to be possible. So this is where I was at before even starting my business. Picture this, right? A very different reality, a very different mindset and self-worth than I have right now. And so it all began <laughs> when I was getting a massage from a partner at the time. I was living in a tiny island called Gozo that belongs to Malta. And it was winter, so I was all cozy receiving a massage, just a back massage, nothing else. And I had this idea. I must share what I believe in on Facebook and started making content about sacred sexuality. I was already exploring sacred sexuality for quite some time. At the time, I was already working for a couple who were teaching intimacy work. So I was already immersed in the work of intimacy and sacred sexuality. So I was living that, but I was barely making any money. So I had the beautiful lifestyle pretty free. You know, I had liberated myself from the confines of working in an office, but I still had no money, but I was much clearer about what I wanted to do. And when I made my first post, I kid you not, I had my first huge vulnerability hangover because I spoke about sex and I believe I said the word orgasm <laughs> for the first time in public. I remember I was in Vienna in Austria that day and I remember myself walking in, in beautiful streets of Vienna. It was a really sunny day of winter and I felt so much shame feeling fuck. I'm done. People are going to say all kinds of things about me and my life is over. I was so embarrassed about saying those words in public. And I could not go onto social media for, I think, at least a day. And then when I went to social media, nothing really happened. Life kept on. I had some people who liked my content, but that's it, right? So that was the very beginning. So that was the very beginning where I started planting the seeds of me doing something on my own. To be honest, in my family's conditioning, in my cultural conditioning, I never believed that I could even have something on my own. In my full honesty, and I really hate saying that because it makes me mad, I never believed that I was good enough to have something on my own, to create something on my own. For decades, I believed that I'm only good enough to work for other people because I had no ideas that were valuable that could create something that would be mine. So I'm just sending so much love to this past version of myself. And right now I'm feeling emotional because it was hard. It was really, really hard to find that little drop of trust in myself, you know, to start doing something that I really believed in, even though I had no evidence that this would work out, even though I had no examples growing up of other entrepreneurs in real life. I felt that I was on my own with my vision was so big. My belief in sacred sexuality was so big that I knew that there's nothing else that I could be doing in my life and with my time. <sighs> I need to take a breath. <laughs> okay, my beloved. So let's go to the pre-business era where all I did was practice, practice, and practice. 
as I mentioned before, at this time, I was really working as a retreat organizer and working as an assistant for a couple doing retreats and online events. So I was already immersed in the scene of personal development, both online and in person. And this really inspired me to do my own in-person events. That was pre-COVID, of course. So I was offering women's circles and workshops on sacred sexuality. It was super scary, I will admit. But the passion inside of my heart was so big that I just could not not do it. And after doing these in-person workshops, I was offering people to do free coaching with me. So I would offer people to do... I believe it was a two-month coaching container with maybe weekly or bi-weekly calls. I can't even remember. So I offered a lot of free coaching so that I could build my confidence and my experience as a coach. At the same time, I was doing a coaching certification where I was learning about coaching at the same time. And to be honest, I've never finished the certification. I am planning to finish the exam this year. It was helpful to some extent, but in my full honesty... I don't think that this certification changed my life. And in the last four to five years, I believe only one person has ever asked me whether I have a certification in coaching. But what I did instead, just focused on so much practice. Online, I already had my social media account and presence, and I was spending a lot of time sharing content, offering value, and building an audience, even before I asked for sale. However, this was not a business strategy. When I look back, I'm so happy I did it. But actually, deep down, I was just too scared to sell. And I didn't really have anything to sell. (laughs) So I was just sharing inspiring content as we all do at the beginning. Okay, so here are two things that I did that actually helped me move the needle when it comes to treating my passion as a business and actually monetizing my passion. So number one, I didn't have money, so I got a side job. I had a side hustle to fund my business. It didn't feel in integrity for me to be selling transformational programs coming from a place of scarcity and even survival. So I just want you to know that there's no shame in having a side hustle to fund and grow your business because getting a business going requires funds. You need to invest in software, in building a website potentially, in hiring a business coach, right? So there's quite a few expenses when it comes to building a business intentionally. So I highly recommend if you need to, to get a side hustle so that you feel at ease when you start igniting momentum inside of your business. Number two, what I did was hiring my first business coach. And this is what I consider to be the beginning of my business because until then, I was just doing a bunch of random things, to be honest. (laughs) I was not treating my business as a business. I was just experimenting, trying, making some content. I had one client who paid me, I guess, 800 euros for eight sessions, but that's about it. But for me, the beginning of my business is when I hired my first business coach and I started treating my business not as a hobby, not as a passion project, but as a business. I used up half of all the money that I had and worked really hard for to pay for my first business coach. That was the beginning of 
everything. So right now I'm going to enter the second segment of this podcast episode where I'll be sharing about what really happened inside of my business so that I was able to grow from making 1k per month to making six figures in the very first year of my business as an intimacy coach. So what I did is I focused on one-on-one offers. And in the first month of my business, I went so full power that I sold out my one-on-one coaching practice and I had six paying clients. And I believe that I was charging about 1,500 euros for three months, doing three sessions per month. And then I slowly began to increase my pricing to maybe 1,800, then 2,500, then I believe eventually 3,000 euros. I think it was in euros at a time. So in about one year, I doubled my prices, but I also expanded my experience so much because I had a lot of clients. And eventually, by working with a lot of one-on-one clients, I was able to create a methodology that I was using afterwards in my group programs. So my group programs were very intentional and based on the patterns that I could see while coaching with my private clients. Then something else that I did, I launched my first group offering very early. I had so much fear, but no matter my doubts, my self-sabotage, I was able through somatic work, which thank God I had access to from day one, I was able to go straight into launching and just going full power. Literally, the best word to describe my first year was going full power. In my full honesty, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing when it comes to the actual backend of my launch, but I was just riding the wave of momentum. So let me tell you two stories that happened. So one thing, before I did my first online workshop ever, which was part of a group program, my Wi-Fi in Bali went down maybe one hour before teaching. So I had to get on my bike, drive across Ubud, a town in Bali, to go to a friend's house, set everything up from zero, and then teach, (laughs) going from a really stressful moment to somehow getting myself together and delivering an impeccable workshop, which I did. Another thing that happened, I believe that was my first group program ever. It was hosted on Wix, a website which I built myself from zero. And it was okay, but it was not perfect. So I forgot about putting a payment processor to receive payments. (laughs) How crazy is that? I completely forgot that I need to do the backend thing where people could pay me. So I didn't have a team at the time and I didn't know how to do it by myself last minute. So I just put the number of my bank account for people to pay me via a manual transfer. Not ideal, but it worked, you know? So I believe that one of the biggest lessons that I can share with you from my very first year in business is that things were imperfect. Often I was just trying to figure things out as I was going. I had a nudge in myself that I need to launch this program. I need to write about this topic. And I did it 100% of the time. It got me into a lot of chaos. Yes, often I was overwhelmed. Yes, and looking back, I would do things quite differently. But the most important piece is that I was in a lot of momentum. 
I was saying yes to every single opportunity. And most importantly, I had support. I've always had a business coach from day one. And that changed everything for me because I had someone to talk to. I had someone to teach me how to run and grow a business. Also, I had access to somatic work from the very beginning. So I was able to process any sabotage, doubts, inner critic voices all the time. And I really, really did my somatic work. And I believe this is the reason why I was able to create so much momentum because I wouldn't allow any self-sabotage to hold me back. Also, I was working with a business coach from day one. I believe I was my own ideal client because I did everything that I was working on with my coach at the time. I took action and I took it fast. I was very much self-led from the very beginning. So I felt the fear, but I did it anyway, every fucking single time. And I believe, if I remember right, oh my God, I completely forgot about it. My first coach told me that I was one of his top three clients ever, even though I was brand new in business. Why? Because I took action all the time. And whatever fears or emotions came up, as I was taking action, I was able to process them and fast. Okay, so a few things that I did right in the first year of my business. One thing is that I had freebies, also known as lead magnets from the very beginning. I had two freebies, one on emotional alchemy, the other one on breast massage. And that got me hundreds, if not maybe thousands, I don't know, people on my mailing list because they were really, really good. Also, I did a bunch of free events. I did free masterclasses. Oh my God, I was that scared. It was not easy at all. It took me a whole day to prepare for the masterclass emotionally, not just in terms of content, but emotionally. It was a huge deal, but I did it anyway. I also did a five-day challenge and my community was growing because I was pouring a lot of value and free content. So people began really trusting me for the work that I was offering. Speaking of content, another thing that I did was a lot of consistent and very valuable content. So I was doing a lot of trainings on Insta stories. I was posting a lot and I was quite consistent. However, just to be real, it was not easy to do that. Often, my posts were just following my inspiration. Sometimes I would disappear because I was too tired from launching. You know, I was just still a human trying to figure things out. And in my full honesty, doing Instagram stories where I was speaking to the camera was the scariest thing for me. I had a lot of self-doubt when it comes to my voice. I didn't like how my voice sounded. I didn't like my accent. I was judging my accent so much and actually took me years to simply own my accent. Because in the culture industry, most people seem to be Native American speakers, right? So I was just comparing myself for not being, you know, perfectly eloquent and articulate, just like other people. But that's a different story. So I did have a lot of challenges come up in every single step of the way. If there's anything that I wish for you to remember from this story that I've shared, my number one thing is get support. Business is not figureoutable. Yes, some things may feel intuitive, but business is also a science. 
And many segments of creating a business actually do require support and individualized mentorship as you are building your own business. Also, get support that is specifically created for new entrepreneurs because a lot of business programs are for people making maybe 5K per month or more when they already have a hot audience, for example. If you are newer to building your business, expanding your audience, creating your offerings, things will be looking quite different for you. So get support that is specifically designed for newer entrepreneurs. Another tip, really focus on building solid foundations. That means learning how to create content, learning how to create a solid backend, feeling confident in putting yourself out there. And this is where somatic work comes in. Learning how to figure out what's your ideal client, create your signature offering, right? All of these things are super, super important if you want to build a business that's actually scalable. Another tip, do spend some time creating the most amazing freebie, right? So that you are capturing people's emails so that you're not depending just on Instagram to have an audience. And speaking of audience, really take some time to build a hot audience, also known as an engaged audience, before selling, before asking people to pay for your work. So my beloved, I really want you to trust that if this idea to create and grow your business was given to you, it's yours to steward it. If it's in you, it's for you. So don't linger. Don't wait around. Take action and lead yourself. And you're going to learn the most by playing in the arena, not by being a spectator. You're going to learn the most by taking action. This is how you build your compound confidence is through taking action. And if you want to feel more supported as you'll be doing this, I have created an exquisite offering that has all of my heart. And the new offering is called Genesis. And Genesis is an offering that I have created for coaches and for self-development experts who are in the earlier stages of building their business. So this is going to be a holistic three-month accelerator, which will help you build the business of your dreams. That will help you rise to success, wealth, and impact for years to come. Genesis is for you if you want to find a more seamless, simplified, and sustainable way of running your business where you know exactly what to do next and feel luscious, delicious in doing so, meaning that your nervous system is supported in every single step of the way. Genesis is for you if you already have an idea for your soul-aligned business and maybe already have a social media presence and an offering. Genesis is for you if you have been trying to figure it all out on your own, but it feels like you have been throwing spaghetti on the wall, trying to see what sticks. And things may have not been sticking a lot. <laughs> so you may have watched all the masterclasses, try to replicate what other people do, maybe listened to all of my body-led business podcast episodes, maybe even invest in the programs. But things don't seem to work exactly the way you want them to work. And you want your business to feel more seamless. And you also want to feel really supported as you are building a business that feels like an extension of who you are as a woman. A business that is built on your own terms. A business that honors your nervous system. And so 
in Genesis, we'll be focusing on having solid foundations and intentional strategy that feels aligned with who you are, while also prioritizing energetics and doing somatic work so that your business gets to feel delicious. Mm. So this is Genesis. I would be so excited to have you join us. If you have any questions or anything you want to talk about, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or otherwise find all the information in the show notes of this podcast episode. So let me leave you with this one core message. You learn by playing in the arena, not by being a spectator. So what is your next aligned action step when it comes to building your dream business. Thank you so much. See you in the next episode.